Welcome to another episode of Women Rise Up. You have the power to go from being a warrior woman to a warrior woman, and we're here to help you. I'm your host, Jacqueline Withers. Follow us on KingdomWomenRising.org. You can get more information about each episode and download a free ebook, The Kingdom Life, by the president of KWR, Peggy Grimes. You'll also find information to request a free bondage breaker session. This week's message is titled, Come Out, Come Out, from Wherever You Are. First of all, I want to address the problem with my voice. I know I'm sounding a little hoarse. and Last week, I think I was even worse, but I am improving. So please just pray for me. I'm sure you'll be able to understand everything that I'm saying. I thank you for your patience. This message will encourage you to press into the Lord and rise to become the woman he created you to be. That is our weekly goal. This message comes from 1 Samuel chapter 9, 16 through 21 and chapter 10, verses 21 and 22. It's too much to read, so I'll give you a synopsis of the story and just read the verses necessary to support the message. When the Israelites finally reached the promised land, they rebelled against God and worshipped idols. Moses and Joshua, who had been their leaders, had died. So God appointed judges to rule over them. The judges ruled for over 400 years, and as each one died, another would take his place, until this title finally fell to Samuel. He was a great prophet as well as a judge. However, when old age overtook him, his sons Joel and Abiah became judges. Unfortunately, if Samuel failed anywhere, it was being a great father because his sons were corrupt and the people didn't want them as their leaders. They demanded to have a king like the other nations around them had. God wasn't pleased because this meant they rejected him as king. He warned them of what it would be like to have a king like the other nations. Nevertheless, this is what they wanted. In 1 Samuel 9, 16, God told Samuel, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel. Through a divinely arranged encounter, he had a man named Saul from the tribe of Benjamin come looking for Samuel. Saul's father, Kish, was described as a mighty man of power. Saul, however, was described by his looks. The scriptures say that he was a choice and handsome son. There is not a more handsome person than he among the children of Israel. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than any of the people. When Samuel called Saul out as the one who is all the desire of Israel, the Bible says, and Saul answered and said, Am I not a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Why then do you speak like this to me? Right away, Saul rejects the idea that he was chosen by God. Have you also doubted that God could use you? Have you been deceived into believing that the God who fearfully and wonderfully made you fearfully and wonderfully saved you, must have made a mistake? He couldn't possibly be calling you to serve in any capacity. Well, that's what I thought the first time I knew he was calling me to step up from the pew to the pulpit. 
I did the same thing the second time. Both times my pastors confirmed the call and both times I ran. I ran to another church. I couldn't believe that God wanted me to lead in any capacity. I was saved and was satisfied with that. However, God had more planned for my life than I could imagine. Still, by the third time I heard the call from the third pastor, I was afraid to run again. I was scared to accept what God had for me also. And then I thought I wasted so much time running away that it was too late. God knew what it would take to convince me that he had a purpose for me. And as we read the Bible, we'll find that neither Moses, Joseph, David, Samuel, nor Saul stepped into the position God called them to immediately. Saul was presented to the people two years after his encounter with Samuel. God calls him to lead with authority as captain over his people. Later, God called David king, a title of royalty. Nevertheless, Saul was anointed as the first king of Israel. When the people had all gathered together for the coronation ceremony, Saul couldn't be found. Where was he? What happened to him? I like the wording in the King James Version. He hath hid himself among the stuff. God revealed that Saul was hiding among the baggage. I hid among the stuff that closed my eyes to what God had predestined for me. I hid in inferiority insignificance, shame, and doubt. God knew where I was hiding, just as he knew where Adam and Eve hid in the garden. He knows what stuff you're hiding in, too. Thank God for his patience. He didn't leave me alone, but kept knocking and calling my name. Finally, he brought me out of my stuff. Let him do the same thing for you. Today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. You know his voice. You've heard him calling. Open up and let him in. He will not force you to do anything. It will be good for you to trust him by taking heed to his voice. Let him into your heart, into your life, your situation, and your stuff. Then follow him. He has something extraordinary in store for you. God can empower you with wisdom, knowledge, creativity, and leadership abilities to get the work done. Don't be afraid to let God use you. Saul's first reaction was, why are you talking to me like this? Like Gideon, Saul thought of himself as insignificant. God loves to use the weak things of the world. 2 Corinthians 3, 4, and 5 says, And we have such trust through Christ toward God, not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God. And in verse 12, it reads, Furthermore, a door was opened to me by the Lord. Now thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ. You may feel inadequate in the area God called you to lead in. Don't let that concern you, but he qualifies those he calls. God chose the foolish things of the world to confound the wise and God chose the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty. Sometimes we just can't see ourselves like God sees us. That's when we have to trust him and walk by faith, not by sight, especially when we look at our own qualifications. I remember feeling inferior when growing up. 
I was compared to my cousins who excelled in education. They had careers and whatever else they put their minds to. Family members belittled me and never encouraged me to try to become anything. I was told that I didn't measure up. I didn't have social skills, nor was I college material. I've heard Oprah and others say they pressed to prove the naysayers in their lives wrong. If someone told them they couldn't do something, they would strive to accomplish and overcome that negativity. Some of us, however, want to get under a rock and stay there. And that was how I responded. I wasn't comfortable under that rock, but I felt safe there. Only God's continuous calling brought me out. Are you hiding in your stuff? Are you hiding under a rock? He's calling you to come out from wherever you are. Don't be afraid to trust what God has in store for you. Saul was told to follow the instructions Samuel gave him. It says in chapter 10, verse 6, the spirit of the Lord will come upon you and you will prophesy and be turned into another person. This transformation process doesn't stop right away. It's a continuing process that turns us into the likeness of Christ and prepares us for the work he's assigned us to. Those trials and traumas we experience, they help in that preparation process. I need the Holy Spirit to help me be all I can be to give glory and honor to God. When I get to heaven, I want a good report that I've served him well. And I'm sure that's what you want also. I want somebody to be glad that I was alive because I helped them. But God has gifted you that you might edify and build up someone else by your fruit. They'll know that you belong to him by your love. They will know you belong to him. Use what he's giving you. I want somebody to meet me in heaven and thank me for introducing them to Jesus who gives eternal life. Don't you want that? And don't you want for them more than just eternal life, more than just to be saved? Don't you want them to experience all that God has proposed for them? Pray and ask God to show you how to get the word given to you done. Ask him to put people in your path to help you. Ask him where to go for resources you might need. God brought me out of my stuff, out of hiding. Let him bring you out. I used to say I was a late bloomer, but better late than never. And don't let your age deter you. Don't let past failures hinder you. Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your heart. Take your time with new challenges. Come out. Come out from wherever you are. Don't let your stuff keep you from God's word. We have so many excuses, but strive for greatness to the glory and honor of God, because whatever you call valid, as far as an excuse, God can overcome them all. We can do all things through Christ who will give us strength. Finally, remember this significant fact. God chose Saul to be a leader and a captain, but not as king. Don't overstep your bounds. Stay under the authority of a pastor as you're being led by the Holy Spirit. Saul had another problem to overcome. In 1 Samuel 10, 27, it reads, But some scoundrels said, How can this fellow save us? They despised him and brought him no gifts. But Saul kept silent. Some may ask, Why did the pastor let her be in charge of that? Or how did she get that position without a degree? Don't be afraid of their faces, nor let their rejection interfere with God's plans for your life. 
We should grow in the knowledge of the Lord and prosper in the things that will matter in eternity. Women, rise up. Come out, come out from wherever you are. There is work for us to do together. Amen. This week, I think you should go over the affirmations you've written so far using the letters A through E. Take another week to review and get them into your spirit. If this is your first time listening, each week that I've given a message, I've also asked you to get a letter, starting with the letter A, and find something in the scripture that uses that letter to say who you are in Christ. A, as adopted into the body of Christ. A through E. Take another week again to review and, and pray those verses back to God. He's telling you who he says you are. The more you do that, the more it will strengthen you to rise up, woman of God. I'll see you next Wednesday. God bless.